shoot, maybe it was 20, it was 2018, 2019, somewhere in there. Um, I started dabbling in instruction, uh, did not gain much momentum and dealing with ranges and all the red tape and the insurance and all that. And some ranges were trying to charge me like $80 a person per day and all of this stuff. And eventually the, the headache became too much and I, I gave up, especially once we went into lockdowns and it was just like, okay, I'm done. But I, I kept the lockback handle. Um, and, you know, I just posted stage videos and that was about it, you know, follow people and watch their stage videos and, and, you know, all that Instagram stuff. But I've, I've maintained the lockback.com blog and it has gone through a few iterations. At one point I was drop shipping, um, you know, gun stuff and, um, credit card thieves. I couldn't, I couldn't beat them. So, um, I shut that down as well. Um, but as I've been, as after I got my grandmaster title, I started kind of leaning into it a little bit more and trying to publish more kind of educational content and whatnot. I've had this idea of having an online learning system, um, a drill archive and training plans and all of these things. I've had it for a while. And, and eventually I just like, you know what, let's, let's do this. This will be easy to build. I'm a web developer. Web, you know, I, I build websites um, mm. for a living. Um, and so that was, that was one of my hangups where it's like, okay, Ben Stoger, he's got the practical shooting training group. And I was toying with my idea before he launched that. And then he launched that. I'm like, man, yeah, yeah, he can outshoot me. And you know, he, he's been teaching for longer than I can have and, and all of this stuff. And, and then I just, at one point I had this moment of, Okay, sure. Ben Stoger, Max Michelle, all these people doing all these training sites and whatnot, and, you know, Patreon, all of those things. They they can now shoot me for now, um, but I can build a better website than they can. So that's that's what I decided is I was going to build a better website and uh, put out my own information and my own all, all my own ideas and whatever with, with that. So I started posting more about training and and posting this and that and, and experimenting and tweaking because I'm, I'm a digital marketer. That's what I do. So I'm trying this content and see what, what resonates and what formats and, and after iteration, this type of training content is kind of caught on at least as, as caught on as much as the Instagram algorithm will, will let it catch on. They really try it. They really suppress me, which is a pain. Um, and I've been mm -hmm. having fun doing it as well. So, you know, that that's also great. I've been having a lot of fun putting out all of this content and, and teaching people. And I've been getting a lot of great feedback. I've been going into training Facebook groups and talking with people and I, I was using them for iterating on all as well on communicating with people. And I was publishing videos and you know, somebody would have a question I'm like, you know what, let me just record a video and publish that as a response. So I've got at this point hours worth of video that I've posted online in various formats testing and tweaking and iterating and trying to figure out um, not only what type of content resonates, what what type of presentation resonates with people all through this digital medium, which then I'm, I've been working on leaning into more and more with lockback.com. Eventually launched that um, as a kind of a, beta, a public beta version earlier this year. And I've got a drill library where you can find a whole mess of drills filtered down by um, skills. So, you know, it's like, oh, I'd like to work on transitions. Well, click a button. Here's a whole bunch of drills on transitions. But it's not just um, just here's a, a drill on transitions. Um, and then this was another idea that I've had on iterating and talking with people. 
is like, well, how can I actually provide value? It's, it's a drill on transition. Here's drills on transitions, but there's a video there talk where I'm talking through the drill. Here's what you pay attention to. Here's tips on how to execute it. Here's tips on how you diagnose and how you pay attention. I'm going to be getting part times on there at some point. And it's really trying to help people out because um, with, I don't know how to train. Okay. I run um, the, the classic, let me just draw, click. Okay. You know, do the whole casing on the front site, click, you know, oh, dry fire is boring. Okay. Let me get spicy and I'll do draw, reload and one reload one. So draw, click, you know, click like that, that, that's not dry fire. For anybody who's watching the video, I've got all my targets are behind me. All of these targets are on hooks. I can move them around. I've got movable walls right here. I create full on mini stages and I'm running around, running and gunning, doing all of this stuff here in dry fire. And so the more I talk with people, the more I see people wanting to train, wanting to get better, but they're going about it in less than efficient ways. And, and I can relate. I was there. I was there back in 2016, 2017, not knowing how to do all of this and wanting to get better. So I'm trying to provide as much information as I can on here's how you train. Not only like, okay, here's how you grip a gun, but here's how you run drills to be able to work on it and iterate on it and get better. And I've been having a blast with it. Yeah. And I'm, uh, for those that uh, end up watching this. I mean, I've got the your website up on the other half of the screen from us. And you've got a bunch of stuff there. You've got drills, drill sets, training plans. Uh, you have your own, I saw earlier, you have your own par timer on there. If I click on that thing, that is loud. Holy cow. <laughs> um, but, I mean, that's good because you can hear it. Now, you've also, up top, you've got different drop downs. Mm -hmm. um uh, and there seems to be quite a bit here how long did it take you to determine how you wanted to set it seems to me like building a website other than the actual knowing how to program it per se um the hardest part is figuring out the format mm -hmm. um yeah I, I i put a lot of thought into that um when did i start so like I said, this I, ha I had the inkling for this idea years ago and it, you know, I've gotten notes from probably 2019. It's like, hey, I could do this. Uh, and just never really had, it didn't go anywhere for a while. Um, what was it? Maybe it was summer of, some, spring or summer of, of last year, 2022 is when I kind of started on it, um, spent a while in notes, in planning, in research, and 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 stayed in that phase for too long. And then I then I started building the site, started writing content, uh, came up with the design, you know, content structure, created the layout, designed it, developed it, built it, and all of that. Um, and and I kept on procrastinating on actually launching it. Oh, is this going to help people? Am, am I am I not? Is, I mean, it's a fear, fear of rejection, fear of not doing a good enough job and, and all of that. And eventually it's like, you know, I just need to launch it and I need to start getting feedback on it. And so I launched it. Um, right now there's functionality on there that would be available under a paid subscription, but it's free. Just log in and it's all there um, as I'm filling it out with more content and all of that. 
And I'm actually going to be tweaking and I'm going to be recording a whole mess of videos going over technique and having a little learning management system uh, section there. And so it'll be guided, uh, you know, a guided online course um, that I need that I'm going to put together and build out um, again, based on feedback that I've been having, talking with people who are trying to train. So the format is just going to be, here's all of the information on how to train, how to execute technique and all of the drills in order to go forth and, and learn and, and iterate and get all of that stuff going. That's, that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. I mean, um, okay. That's, and again, I, you've got a lot, I didn't realize the, um, so everything in here right now is free. Yes. At the moment, um, it is free. Um, I, I'm going to be, I'm going to be working on the, these, uh, these videos on technique, which I do have some videos on there, but this one's going to be a little bit different format of going through in order of let's start with the grip, then let's start with the index, then let's move on to trigger control and, and all of that type of stuff. So it's going to be a structured online course. Um, and then I, I, I also do, um, am, am trying to provide virtual training on there. Um, so just, Hey, hop on a live call and we'll talk through whatever you're trying to work on. Um, also doing video reviews, you know, submit match videos and I'll, uh, provide critique and feedback on all of that. And then I also want to do a, a three month virtual course, um, as well that um, I haven't announced yet. So here we go. Um, I want to do that later this summer where it is going to be, um, or at least the current plan tentative, you know, subject to change, but probably most likely what it's going to be is two live video calls, uh, group video calls a week going through a little curriculum and just get up, talk, you know, here's drills, here's technique, here's how you do all of these things. It'll be competition focused. And so it'll be recorded videos that you can go back and rewatch um, if you couldn't attend um submit videos for for group um analysis so you know hey submit a stage video and we'll go through the video together and use it as an opportunity to learn so it's going to have all of these a classroom format virtually and about three months and and so yeah so i'm just trying to provide various ways that i can (laughs) supplement my expensive hobby um, you know, I need, now I've, now I've, now I've got my first open gun. I need, now I need my match open gun. You need, need the backup gun, all, <laughs> <laughs> all of that stuff. So, <laughs> so yeah. Okay. So now you're, you also, we'll get back to your website here momentarily. Um, couple of things though, you have now people can see your web page or I'm sorry, your Instagram page is up. Mm-hmm. And you have a lot of short videos on here about training, some stage stuff. Yep. Are are these going to be lead-ins to stuff you have on the web page, the website? Yeah, yeah okay. they're, they're, I do plan on having some tie-ins. Some of it has where I've done reels in, in conjunction with, with blog posts that I've published and stuff. Um, I've done, I've done drill videos like, Hey, here's a quick little a drill on how to work transitions or whatever, you know, here's a link to the transitions page so you can find more drills on, on working on it. So, um, you know, I've, I, I still publish stage videos, um, still, still do that. Um, they just don't get as much views and, and this training stuff does get more engagement. So, you know, there is that component, but I also have been enjoying it and, um, 
I've been getting good feedback on it. So yeah, it's just a lot of different, here's how you train. Here's what you go through in a training session. Here's how you can run specific drills. Here's how you can modify drills. That, that That's another common thing that you can, that a lot, a lot of people don't realize that there's, there is a time and a place to take the build, the build drill is a great example. Standard build drill, all alphas, seven yards. And what you see time after time is people bang, bang, bang. Oh gosh, I dropped the Charlie. Okay. Well, okay. Let me slow down and get my hits. And let me, you're going to stay slow. What I absolutely love doing is build drill three yards. Anywhere on target is good enough. Then you slowly walk it back. And so by modifying that and pushing speed and just, you know, just rip it out and like, oh gosh, I can, I can actually run the gun that fast. And you start to see, you start to see the recoil more you can see faster and you can process visually all of that, that that's going on as you're pushing speed so then when you step it back to seven yards it feels slow and you ultimately can end up going faster after having pushed speed even though it's at a weird absurd distance something as simple as just like okay get rid of the a zone anywhere on target is good enough Accuracy, general, I've seen it time and time again, accuracy doesn't dip that much, but speed jumps up quite a bit. Everyone's really capable of going faster than they think they can. <laughs> I, I was definitely one of those um, for a while. I was, I was the tactical turtle, got to get my hits. I remember it was after one <laughs> stage, I got, um, I, I kept on being like, no, that was a Charlie. I need to get, I need to get the alpha hit on there. It was a 12 target stage. I put three shots on every single target and I had three alphas on every single target. And that was a little bit of a light bulb moment of like, hmm, I need to change something. This ain't going to work. Mm, yeah, that's a <laughs> lot of time and ammo wasted. Uh-huh. On your website, it's all about training, but I'm curious mm -hmm. on your Instagram page as I go back and forth here. Mm -hmm. You you have I I don't even know what to call these things on Instagram. Oh, where little stories. Yeah, but I guess they're I don't know if it's a story or groups of stories that are in a category. Yeah, it's a group. Um, but you I have don't think in I've there, updated those in a while. You have <laughs> one in there. What they are <laughs> lessons from nationals. Now, do you plan on taking some of this type of content mm. and putting on your mm -hmm. training website? That's a, that's a great idea. Um, I, I started doing that one and, and it, it, the, the algorithms didn't favor Guinness. My dog is really pestering me for some attention here. Um, okay. <laughs> um, that one I did and I, pu I published it and I was working my way through it. And then I went off to, um, North Texas open and it, it just kind of fell by the wayside. And then it was afterwards where I'd kind of forgotten about it and left it behind. I had some people being like, Hey, that was great. Why, when are you going to finish it? And I never went around back to finishing it. I had moved on to PCC for that period of time. It definitely is something that would be great to bring back. I could do, do match videos, analysis of my own matches, my own stages and point out my, my learning process. That's, a, that's something that I've been doing a lot this year as I've gone into open where I'm trying to, it's, it's, it's the same, but different. It's very different because it's very much faster, but at the same time, it's just shooting is shooting and it's just shooting. 
it, it's 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 hard to explain, but like the gun just kind of chills out there while while you do your thing and shoot. Um, but it's just faster. It's oh so much faster. And so I've been studying my videos, comparing it to videos of the of you know Styler and you know, JJ and Travis Tomasi, I'm, I'm studying these videos and I'm looking for trends and I've been doing a lot of analysis like that and I've learned an absolute lot. So yeah, that's a, that is a fantastic point. And I should, I should totally bring back that, that little series and format and publish more videos like that. Yeah. I mean, I can see where, you know, a spot somewhere on your website, that would be very popular for people to look at, you know, because it's something that you learned competing at the highest level match USPSA has against the highest level shooters that the USPSA has. You know what I mean? So I think that would be a, a probably a pretty popular item. Now, you keep saying how open is so much faster. Why is it's so much faster than carry optics. You have dot versus dot. Why is one so mm -hmm. much faster than the other? Well, I mean, there, there, there is definitely a mechanical advantage um, with the firearm. We've got the the compensator, big old compensator, and the frame mounted dot um, versus just the slide ride and no compensator. Um, the dot just doesn't move as much. Um, it. It isn't an astronomical difference, but it still kind of is. Um, it's really okay. Let me let me stop you there. Yeah. So I'm going to ask a, a clarifying question. Mm -hmm. ten, 10 yard open target. How much dot movement do you have on that target with an open gun versus the same target mm -hmm. and your carry optics gun? Do mm -hmm. you expect the dot to leave the target right. with your carry optics gun or not? And how, what about with right. your open gun? I'm trying to think back. Yeah, I, I, I think it's safe to say that the dot would leave the target with, with my shooting at least, um, or or at least get up towards to, towards the top of the head. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, and then and then with with the open gun, it's it's definitely not. So it, it is very much not. You know, me. Maybe we're talking about you know. Yeah, actually, maybe a head's head's distance worth of of vertical travel. That's probably fairly fairly a reasonable estimate. And so the dot kind of chills there a little bit more, um, and the the gun just hangs out there. I can point the the gun at the target and shoot, and the gun just kind of chills there with without a whole lot of effort. With a carry op carry yeah. optics gun, you're having to to hold it on target more. And the open gun just kind of just hangs out there and it does part of your job for you. Why um, do you think that is? Well, it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's the, the, the combination of the, the compensator, um, and the, um, and the frame mounted dot, the dot is physically not moving back and forth and the mechanics of the gun is helping fight to keep the gun on target. It's it's literally the design of the gun is working to to keep it there. And it's while it's not a huge amount, it's still enough that it's pushing speed. And we're talking about tenths of a second. We're you know even like thousandths of a second worth of difference. 
um, it, it's very possible to like, oh, gosh, um, um, Lockwood did that bill drill at nationals in, you know, 1.23 seconds. Um, mm-hmm. you, you can run it that fast, but you're, you're hanging on for dear life. And I think there's a very <laughs> good likelihood that he probably didn't see much of it or, he, you know, he processed what he saw afterwards with an open gun. The gun is working for you and helping it stay on target. And so it just shaves off those thousands of a second. And it's only a few thousands. But when we're talking about already in the realm of several tenths of a second, shaving off just a few thousands of a second is very hard to keep up with. Um. The, you know, easy example. Okay, draw, draw, draw to first shot in two seconds. Okay, it's not that hard. Okay, let's go draw to um, draw to first shot in one point five seconds. So f- whole um, half a second off of your time. That's not. It's a big chunk of time, but it's not that much of a difference as far as drawing and presenting on target and what you're seeing. And just as you shave off every tenth of a second and get down to a second and under under a second, you know, 0.7, 0.8, 0.5, every tenth of a second, every thousandth of a second gets harder and harder to see and process and execute on. So it's not that much faster, but it's also way faster because it's that much harder to eke out every tenth and every thousandth of a second. So while I'm going through and working on these techniques, I get excited because I I see something. It's like that that presentation change to my to my um, that gun presentation change can easily shave off a tenth of a second with reasonable consistency. That that's like that's amazing. That's awesome. I'm or you know even on thousandth of a second, I was doing stage analysis. Like okay, let's say Siler is getting 0.04 second splits on me on on a medium course. That's that's half a second worth of time in splits and half a second in open because everybody's running these tuned open guns and we're all on, on the same playing field. The, those thousandths of a second matter. It's just down to the absolute minutia, minutia of execution. And it's, oh, it's just so much fun to dig into and try and carve out every tenth, every second the every thousandth of a second that I can. Well, it's not and, that and, much faster, but it's also way faster. Right. But it also gives you that much more time to start to the next target, to the next shooting yep. position, all of that. So it all adds up. Very much so. You have 46 different drills. Are these just drills you've run across in other training mm-hmm. classes or red mm-hmm. um, are any of these ones that you've come up with? Um, so absolutely to, to all of that. Um, okay. the, the, some of those drills are, are very much things that um, I've come across in classes. Um, I very much am trying to respect other instructors and not steal their drills. And so I'm providing credit where possible. And essentially I'm, where I'm kind of drawing the line is um, if an instructor online or in a public manner, a, a non-paywall manner, describes the drill of here's how you execute it, then I'm calling that fair game and I'll, I'll publish it on the site, um, very much giving the instructor credit. Um, and if, he, if the instructor only published that drill in their book or you know behind an online paywall, then they're like, hey, that, that's their drill and I'm not, and I'm not touching that. 
Um, but there's, there's lots of drills that are, some of them just kind of, it's just stuff that just kind of exists and you, um, I, I wouldn't really call them like anybody's specific drill. There's, there's ones that are definitely general enough like that. Um, and then there are drills that I am working at. I, I have designed, I have published some of my own drills and I've got a whole mess of drills that, that I'm, I'm going to be publishing as well. I, I, I probably have just as many drills for, you know, it's at 46 that I've published. Yeah. I've got easily that many drills and in my notes that I want to, to publish as well, but I've been, you know, I've been busy and I'm trying to get some of these other areas of the site shored up and, and fixed and go, um, so, so I can start charging money and, and, and making some money to supplement my ammo, ammo needs. Um, but definitely we'll keep on publishing more and more drills there. Well, I like the, um, I like that you can scroll down a little bit and like you have under primary skills, one, two, three, four, 15 different categories of drills. And then you can click on those mm -hmm. and, and go there and like there. And yep. there's primary hand only. You've got drills just for that. So yeah, it's very, very interesting how you have broken it down and you provide links to all of them. Mm -hmm. Now, yep. going back, you can, all, you to, can also go to the learn section and all of those skills. If you go to the learn, then there's a skills link. So then that's a list of all of the skills there. So then you can also find articles, drills, drill sets, and all of that stuff for them as well. And I'm, and I'm working on publishing videos and articles and everything, digging into all of that technique. Oh, well, I had a question. Now I don't remember what it was. <laughs> Sorry about that. I have lost it completely. Um, oh, I know what it was. Mm -hmm. So I didn't lose it totally. Looking behind you mm -hmm. at your mm -hmm. wall and all the targets you have there. Yeah. It looks like you use a lot of reduced size targets. Mm-hmm. What would you, do you have like a favorite size target? Um, like I, and the reason I ask is this, this, maybe this will help. Mm -hmm. I prefer one third size target because mm -hmm. in my garage, I can measure out 10 feet and I know anywhere beyond that point left or laterally, right. that's 10 yards. On that one third size target, that's a 10 yard target. So I know exactly what a 10 yard mm -hmm. target looks like. And then I can work it closer. I can work it backward and I've got this stuff marked off. So I do right. almost every single one of mine are one third size target. Do you gotcha. have a preference or? Um, variety would be my preference. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, I, I'm a very, very firm believer in the importance of variety in, in what we're doing. Um, you know, for those who can't see, um, all, I think all of the targets that are in view are different targets, different presentations, different sizes, different partial types, all of that type of stuff. Um, and they're all on hooks. And so I periodically rearrange my entire dojo. Um, so I keep up the variety as much as possible. Um, there's a, a training concept called interleaving. And so it's interleaving versus block training. Um, and this is something that has been proven, um, or there's been studies done on, on it. And you can look into it in interleaving. It's been done in basketball, baseball, math, spelling, all of these different types of things. And the idea is mix interleave the skills that you're working on. The easy example is the baseball study. 
um, they took a group of people that for one day, all they did was fastballs. And the next day, all they did was um, curveballs. And the next day, all they did was slow balls, all of that type of stuff. And then the other group, they changed it up. The, the pitches were different every time. I actually learned this concept from Kita in her book, uh, Smart Move. Great book, highly recommend. Um, and so with that, I try and keep up the variety as much as possible. Yes, there absolutely is a time to do block training where you focus in on a specific skill, but they found that when you interleave and you mix it up, you learn better across all of the different skill sets. So if you need to work on one specific thing, like you're reworking a, a specific skill, like changing your grip, okay, yeah, you need, you'll need to focus in on that. But if you're trying to just get better you know, across the board, which we all are, then you want to change it up. Even, <clears throat> excuse me, um, Eric Grafell, you know, the GOAT, the nine, eight, nine time world champion across multiple divisions. Um, he always talks about don't do the same drill twice. Like just straight up when he goes out and trains, of course, he's got, you know, the, the CZ Gun Academy where he's and he shoots like a thousand rounds a day. Um, he changes up what he's doing every single drill. I don't take it quite to that extent. Um, and it does depend a little bit on what I'm focusing on. If I'm doing a general session, then I change it up and I do all of this variety. But even when I'm doing something like one of my morning foundation sections where I, training sessions, um, I'll do the same drill but I change it up. And that's why I have all of these targets because I'll, I usually start out with trigger control at speed. Gun up, gun on target. Uh, I, think this, I think this is a Ben Stover drill. So gun on target at the beast, pull the trigger and you try and keep the sights stable. But I don't just do it on the same target. I change it up on every single target. And sometimes I'll even like change my stance into a lean or, you know, I'll do just, you know, build uh, uh, you know, Blake drill or uh, you know, four aces or anything like that. And I change it up and I change up my orientation on the target. I don't want to stand perfectly squared up on one target for 500 draws in a row. I'd rather just draw to a bunch of different targets that are all in a different orientation to my, to my body. That is working on improving my index and improving my ability to engage any of these different target types. So I don't really have a specific favorite target type because it depends on what I'm working on. So my cop-out answer variety. Um, at, the, at that being said, I, I also do have marks. Um, I've got blue tape and I, I have yardage. I've got seven yards worth of distance um, long ways and four yards this way, although I do have some targets um, in, in my next room that I can shoot from some of these positions. So the majority of what I do use is half size and third size targets, uh, depending on the distance that I'm trying to do. I have lots of, I'll do full size and half size tar targets on that back wall. So I'm doing, um, you know, four to seven yards true distance. And so then it's um, you know, what, eight to 14 yards um, simulated distance. And then on my shorter wall, I've got mostly half size and third size targets. So it's trying to you know, keep up that, that variety um, on, on what I'm engaging. Now, when you said they're on hooks, are they hanging from the ceiling on hooks? What do you nope. mean? Um, or you have they're... hooks on the wall? Yep. They're, they're little, oh, okay. little 3M hooks that are, you know, just a little adhesive on the wall. Um, and then I've got little, little notches cut out of them. And so I can just pick them up and move them around and rearrange them. And yeah, and then this back here um, also has a target on it, but it's just a little wall 
made out of uh, one by twos and two by fours, and I've got two of them. So I've got two four foot walls, um, and I've got cones and fault lines and stuff that I can move around and uh, create little little mini stages. Okay, now that you said that, that reminds me of something you posted in your Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, let me scroll down because it looked like a static picture. You had a ladder, and I say ladder, it's um, for ladder drills, on the floor, and it mm. looked like you would... Oh, yeah, I do have that. I haven't used it in a while. It's kind of funny. Um, I follow some fitness pages, and uh, ladders, it, it's its the current trend to hate on agility ladders. Um talking oh. about how it doesn't it doesn't really help with your agility is some of the arguments there um i used to have it out there and um i I have, I have a lot of different things that i do where it's like anytime i walk past so um i've got <clears throat> over here a club weight um and so whenever i go go downstairs to top off my water because i work from home I'll grab the club club weight and I'll just be doing some uh, grip strengthening exercises while I'm filling up my water and come back up. And so I had the agility ladder for a while and I was doing, uh, you know, agility ladder um, up and down whenever I'd walk past it to work on some of that stuff, but I haven't broken that out in a while, but, but I still use the same concept of incorporating things um, like there's some other stuff that I've done. Um, I've done uh, push-ups anytime I go to the bathroom. That one's that one's or pull-ups anytime. That that's a nice little trigger. So it's just I have different routines. Um, right now, what I'm doing is uh, depth jumps. Anytime I go downstairs, um, which is you jump down a few stairs and then do a squat jump. Um, read online that that's good for explosive movement, and I'm working on on my movement, and so I want to exit positions faster. So. What are ways that I can do that? Well, I stronger muscles. Okay. So anytime I go down, downstairs, I do depth jumps and that gives me a handful of depth jumps every day and that will add up over time and it doesn't change my life, uh, my, my daily routine in any way. Yeah, there it is. It was actually on your website for how to set oh, up a dry okay. fire dojo. Yep. Yeah. Um, no, but the agility ladder is still over there. Um, just tucked in the corner. But I do see where... You know, I played football, I wrestled. Mm -hmm. um, I do see where that could definitely be beneficial. Mm -hmm. So you actually gave me an idea. <laughs> <laughs> so I like it. I think that's actually a very good idea. Just even the thing I really like about it, to be honest with you, is the fact that even if you don't have much space to work with, if you lay mm -hmm. it on the ground, you can still make yourself put to, you know, Use right. it like you would normally use an agility ladder and almost, I don't want to use the term violently, but rapidly, um, which creates a lot of movement in your arms. You know, you could really, in a, in a three or four foot space, mm -hmm. get like four steps to the right, four different shooting positions, mm -hmm. you know, go back to the left, go to the right constantly and, and work on getting into position, mm -hmm. getting your gun on target, keeping your gun on target. Yep. There's a lot you can do with that. I, I, I actually yep. like it. I had never even considered that before. Yeah, I do have little uh, plastic soccer cones on the ground that I've been using for that type of thing. Um, it's not, you know, it's not agility ladder distance. It's, it's uh, what, what I do. It's a, a one yard, um, 
and then three yards and then seven yards. And so I've been doing uh, movement sessions where it's, it's shuttle runs, you know, you run back and forth, but instead of reaching down and touching the line, I present engage a target target and move to the next one. And so I've been practicing different movements. That was something that I noticed while I was studying Siler's shooting is he definitely does a lot of shooting on the move, but something that he's really good at is he's posted up engaging like, you know, at national or a uh, world shoot, you know, like, it was like a 45 yard open target, but still it's a 45 yard target. So he's got to sit there and get his shots off and then go there. There is absolutely no creeping out of, out of position on a target like that. But as soon as he calls it good, he's moving to, uh, to full speed very, very quickly. Um, And so I've been, been using uh, these cones to do exactly what you were describing, going back and forth getting the gun up and engaging targets, working on those, those hard, um, hard exits as they're often called. Although I've recently started calling them uh, sudden exits. I feel like that's okay. I feel like um, there are so many different varieties of training you could do to -hmm. make yourself better because in, in Christian's situation, he played baseball Mm -hmm. and I feel like, the fact when he calls the shot and then takes off running, it's no different than you made contact with the ball, you take off mm-hmm. running. You know what I mean? So there's yeah. similarities to where the baseball is now helping him with his shooting. So mm-hmm. absolutely. I I it's funny, I watch my um from last year's carry optics nationals, the uh, visual start stage, stage four. Oh, uh-huh. That was a fun one. It was fun. But even though I knew it was a visual start stage, uh, when it went off, there was a delay from mm-hmm. me taking off. When I watched the video, you don't really see it. It's not long enough um, of a delay that you go, oh my gosh, why is he still standing there? It looks like it came on, I reacted, I went. But in my mind, the light came on, and then I was like, "Oh crap, go!" <laughs> and then I and then I went. Whereas I feel like you know, like calling the shot good, seeing your dot come, you know, move from that mm-hmm. spot is when you should be moving. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's a lot of visual things you could do to help with your reaction time to minimize that mm-hmm. as well. Um, so I, there's a lot of stuff like that. And I, I just keep looking back at that agility <laughs> ladder, you know, that you mm-hmm. could do little things like that, Yep. that, that apply that you may not have thought of before. Oh yeah. There's a lot of that. I've definitely, uh, picked up on, on different training methods by looking to sports other than, than USPSA that have been around longer. So they've figured out a lot of these things. You know, boxing, that's hand-eye coordination, Mm -hmm. so much hand-eye coordination. The speed bag, that's all that is. So things like that where I'm not saying people should go out and use a speed bag to get better at USPSA, but I'm just Mm -hmm. saying there's a lot of different things. If you, you know, you could probably change it, alter it a little bit to help the Mm -hmm. game. That's all. Yep. Very so much when, so, yeah. There's all sorts of different fun things. I mean, heck, like the, you know these shuttle runs. It's 
you know, it's something that's done in, you know, every high school and middle school and in gym class. Well, just add a gun to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I saw on your Instagram, I mean, I, I listened to Steve Anderson. I've been to a Steve Anderson mm -hmm. class. And as I was scrolling down, looking for the non-existent agility ladder in your Instagram, <laughs> um, it's coming up. It's down here. It's right there, right in the middle. There you are on the old Steve Anderson dreaded um, treadmill. Mm -hmm. So another thing I've, I've tried, we have an elliptical and I'm like, I've tried, but it takes way, <laughs> my balance isn't quite there on the elliptical yeah. where it would be on the um, treadmill, but maybe I just need to work on my core a little bit and then <laughs> yeah. be good to go. So yeah, the, the treadmill's fun. Treadmill, um, shuttle runs, agility ladder, anything else like that you use to improve your shooting and moving? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. I brought out the the club weight that I mentioned. Um, I like this yeah. thing more than grip strength trainers. You know, you, you hold it out and you can do all sorts of different, you know, waving it around or, you know, this, cause that, this is working your muscle, but I forget the name of it. That's used to lock your wrists. Um, so getting that going, all that type of stuff, this one's good. Um, I've got little hand weights as well over here that I'll bring on walks or runs or when I'm working out on the treadmill. Um, you know, these I think are only two pounds that they're, they're the heaviest that I could get without going into metal. Um, so, I've done shuttle run workouts, you know, with these and, and, and bringing them up. I got another one over there, but you know, going for walks is, you know, I mean, heck, this is, this is what we're doing. We're running around and we're holding, we're holding weights. So working on, on all of those, uh, secondary and tertiary muscles that are helping support, support the gun. I, I, I do that. Um, I've got weight vests that I've done that I'll do workouts with as well. One of the things that Keita recommends is wearing a weight vest, um, doing movement drills. Um, good workout where it helps you strengthen the explosive movement muscles and all of that. Um, but what it also does is because now you're raising your center of gravity. Um, if you don't stop in a controlled manner, you're just get your, your torso is going to keep, keep moving and just keep on going. Cause you've got your, you're not used to that new center of gravity. So it forces you to get lower and get your stance wider and control your entry. So just simple, Simple modification to any sort of movement drill like that is a great way. Um, what else? So yeah, um, these are these are fun. Let's see, is this these will charge. Um, no, it looks like they've they're not charged. Um, these are strobe glasses, um, and so these are for working on vision speed. Um, and yeah, they're they're just they're, they're shooting glasses esque things but they blink and so they flash on and off and cut off your vision and you can adjust the speed and so the idea is you run your training drills while wearing these and you're reducing the amount of things that you can physically see which is forcing your eyes to see more while you can so it'll blink you know every tenth of a second or so and you're losing out on on that on that visual data. So you have to capture it and understand it sooner while you're engaging targets. And I've done, uh, I'll do, do drills where, you know, I'm just doing something, you know, drawing, engaging targets, designated target, great drill, you know, doing stuff like that. You run it a few times, then you put on the glasses and gosh, it's hard. You're having to, 
to really, really can you know push and confirm and try and see. And then you take off the the off the glasses, and it's it's just like you know, oh, I can see everything. And you're going and engaging and getting them faster. And I've done part time chasing stuff where I'm trying to get part times while wearing the glasses and struggling to get them. And then I take off the glasses. And then it's just a piece of cake, and I'm able to go way faster going after that that part time. So that's a that's a fun little tool. Um, hmm. Not know, recommended but, for driving. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, gosh, all of these like it's it's different types of targets. It's different weights for exercises. The these um, you know these strobe glasses are, are the only real kind of you know borderline training gimmick that I have. Um, I'm just I'm just a big fan of good old dry fire. Um, your, your sights are your greatest training tool. Are they on target? Yes or no. If they are pull the trigger, if they're not on target, get them on target, then pull the trigger. I mean, that's all, all shooting is It's pretty darn simple. We're just trying to do it at, at, at the limit of human function. And there you go. And that's probably the best way to end it right there. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. We have what a great a quote while. to end it on. <laughs> Well, Brian, is there anything else you wanted to, uh, is there anything else about the website we should know or um, um, anything yeah, else you want to bring up? Yeah. Hit, hit up the website. You know, sign, there's an email sign up form. You know, follow me on my, me on Instagram. Um, I'm, I'm working on growing that thing and putting more and more training tools. I've got, I got, I got some pretty cool stuff that I, I'm trying to get to um, as quickly as I can. And then um, I've got the different education um, shooting technique, um, as well as virtual training options um, available and or coming soon. So if uh, if you want to learn from me, um, I love talking about this stuff. I, I love training, if that wasn't obvious <laughs> yet. So I'd, I'd love to, to be able to help all y'all out and hit me up. And I guess that's, uh, that's about it. Lockback.com. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is a, this was a fun discussion. Until next time. Don't be a little bitch. Yeah. <laughs>